All right, here we go. So we are here today, and I've already hit something wrong on my phone. We're here today with, uh, as Tyler Neff calls, some of my fruit. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's how we started. So we're here today with Tyler Neff's with us and a man named Justin Crawford and a, a friend of ours that we're trying to help out, Marshall Evans. Uh, Venmo M. <laughs> Evans 63. <laughs> nice. That's uh, so I brought these guys in. All these guys came through, uh, actually came through in my youth ministry, and now they're all adult men, like real live adult men with wives and families and kids. And we got three dads in the room here. Well, four. I guess I would be considered a dad, too. Yes. Justin, you have the youngest. Yeah, not yet born. But, but uh, you're feeling it yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, it's already. You're already there. in I mean, dad mode. Might as well be here. Already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marshall, tell us, little, tell us about your little one, your offspring. Yeah, so we have a little girl, <gasps> Adeline. Yeah. And she's 10 months. Mm. You're and spo- I'll, just, tra- I'll just be transparent. Yeah. I have no clue what I'm doing. Who does? I have absolutely no clue what I'm doing. I, I can don't tell know you. if you've ever known what you were doing. Well, that's probably <laughs> true. It actually makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's good, though. I mean, she's she's like crawling, and she's yeah. starting to walk, or not walk, but like pull herself up on yeah. stuff. And, um, it's just kind of crazy how quickly yeah. everything you Man, know, I was I'm three three in three kids in, and when the third one came and Nora started like trying to stand up, we would push her over. That's child abuse. Well, <laughs> that's child. No, because because well, honest well, to God, uh, Tyler, you know, once they start walking, it's over. It's Game over. over. It is. Game over. I was like, uh, stay right there, dude. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny you say that because when Adam was just like, st- like just sitting, yeah, there, I could do whatever I wanted to. Yes, you know, I'd lay in bed, had my computer, yeah. Sit her in the floor. Sit her in the floor. Your sit wife's not gonna listen to this. Don't yeah, worry. It was, no, yeah, I'm gonna get fired. But, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're not gonna listen. I could just sit at my desk or yeah. watch TV or whatever, and yeah. she would just, you know, sit. kind of sit and play and yep. you know, whatever. I can't get anything done now because yeah. it's like you gotta, she's like crawling all over the place, getting in the trash can, reaching up, digging her hand in the toilet. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. This guy just get mad at me. This guy, I'm like, bring Jones to work, and he's like, no, Jones can't. He just he's good. He's an animal. You're he's only good. He only has one speed. Yeah, corral, <laughs> corral stage. Yeah, I Keep first child, first child. Trey pulls up. We're taking pictures. We're losing our mind. We're so excited. JC kind of nor we're like, oh god, keep her in the pen. She's all over the place. <laughs> it's, it's that's how Adeline is. It's a game changer. It's a game. Changer. I sent Adeline to daycare in a uh, sleep sack. Because <laughs> I had no, clue. I mean, I had no clue. Yeah, no, I'm serious. I, Ashton picks her up. Yeah, and she she brings oh. her in. She's like, she's in a slip oh, yeah. Like she's not in her. Yeah, I was like, well, that's it's like a jet. It's like, yeah, it's like just, coat it's covering her. She's it's like, not... no, you put her in a onesie. Oh you man, don't send her. The daycare and the sleep. Now you know, though. Now you know. How do I? Know? How do I? Know? That's but the whole point. You, you don't know. You, you don't. learn. You learn. You just learn. So, so for me, with like Nora and the boys, I would have to get Jessica to go in and lay the clothes out the night before, because I would. We had the same fight all the time. Why did you let our kids wear this in public? And I was like, look good to me. <laughs> like they're dressed. They're warm. Stylish. They're warm. They're warm. I mean, they're gonna take their socks off anyway. Exactly. And socks matching is not important. Just get, just crazy. get it. In the words of my wise mother-in-law. Oh, here we go. 
You don't know if you don't know. That's right. Think so, about it. That's yeah. True. Boom. Think about it. Podcast over. That's where Boom. I was at. Yeah. You didn't know. I'm still there. How are you supposed to know? But it's you don't fun. know. Because when you when you embrace that yeah. and you laugh about it, yeah. it's just so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, because absolutely. Who, who wants to have a kid and they're like, uh, yeah, we need to make sure she's got socks on all oh. the time and she's wearing the right clothes and, and make sure you feed her three times. You know? No, man. No. But right? if you forget to feed her for 24 hours, it's tr- you're fine. But the other side of it, do you want to be <laughs> friends? <laughs> Wait, we're not fasting Whoa, okay. as a baby. Wow. <laughs> Spiritually, I'm getting it right. <laughs> the point is, it's just we have fun with it. We laugh about it. You have to. It's, just, it's fun. Do you know anyone who thinks they're a great parent, though? No, because you don't want to be their friends. <laughs> you know, does that make sense? Like, really isn't that a good point? Like, anybody you know that you like are to me are trustworthy will tell you parenting. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I hang out with folks older than me that have older kids in college. First, first thing we don't know what we're doing. We have no clue. Justin's over here about to have a baby. He yeah. ain't got a clue. I, I don't have a clue, but I'm learning a lot from. <laughs> yes, Marshall. exactly. What oh, I fed Adeline and Moe's. <laughs> we went to eat Moe's. Oh, yes. And he, I was like, he was by himself. Ashton was gone. So I'm yeah. like, Single dad, isn't it? Yeah. He <laughs> hasn't ate a meal because he obviously can't leave. Adeline, yeah. Uncrowd. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I said, you know what? You just eat, man. And oh. I fed Adeline. Look at that. That's friends right there. And all 20 people in Moe's <sighs> were like, staring at us thinking, Man, that is just a happy gay couple. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just, they look so, so happy. happy. And God's smiling. Yeah, she's smiling. She's smiling. He's stuffing Got, her face yeah, with yeah. a burrito. I love it. So what do I, I, I do? It. I just grab Justin's hand. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? You have to embrace oh, it. Oh, man. You know, he didn't, did he let go? That's the he best. Loved, yeah. He loved it. I've got a friend, every time we're in uh, Lowe's or somewhere, he'll just... Grab my hand and I won't let go and it freaks him out. I'm like, you started the joke. You grab my, you hand. my hand. I thought it was. I thought we were European. I didn't know. Uh, whatever. Nice, <laughs> nice. Tyler. Yes. How's dad life? It's great. Got one on the way. <sighs> he's he's it's two, new territory. Two and number two. 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 You know they say one's just an accessory and two's like real parenthood. Well, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to get real, real quick. It's going to real quick. Yeah. What did you do wrong with the first one? Oh, well, you don't, you know, you, do, you can't say that. Bro, not, wrong. Not, not, not what you, so, what, so for the second one, mm. what do you want to do differently? Ooh. If anything. Yeah. I don't, I don't think. Know. I don't even remember. I, it was a think blur. about it. Do you remember when your kid was four months? I have no clue. No idea what I was no. doing. No. So I can't wait. You're to still see. fresh, bro. I it was four months ago. Yeah, you're still fresh. <laughs> I'm 13 years ago. I have no like, idea. Pfft. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, maybe we shouldn't have got the tattoo on the second. You have a 13-year-old. Yeah, I have a 13. I have a teenager. That's insane. That's hard yeah. to believe. I have two middle schoolers. That's wild, man. It's nuts. Like, we're talking about, like, we're at home talking about girls. Can you can you imagine talking to me as your father about, hey, I like this girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh. I think it'd be incredible to talk about talk with you. I probably, I probably give the worst advice ever, but that's all right. I have a rule, though, in my house with my boys. This is wild. Tell me if this is too hard as a dad. If they like a girl, they are allowed to call her. They email now. That's the cool thing because my kids don't have phones, so they can email so I can watch everything. But they can't email or text or call unless they're willing to go ask her father if they can. Ooh. 
So like one, you know, my boys like a little girl, and they're like, I wanna, I want dad, I wanna, I wanna text her or email her. And I said that's cool. Just next time you're at school or at church, go ask her dad if it's okay. Because if you're man enough to walk up to a grown man and say, Hey, can I text your daughter? Mm-hmm. Then I feel like that's that's pretty strong. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I, I still hadn't done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His email is still in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of right now, and it's it's wearing off. But I think it's gonna happen. I mean, it's coming. You know, I'm just I'm holding the dam right now. Like it's gonna blow up. It's gonna literally blow up. That would be crazy. When yeah. Trey's like bringing girls to your house to bro eat dinner and no, we ain't. watch movies. No, whoa! <laughs> I'll be sitting right in between them with the bowl of popcorn. What do y'all want to watch? <laughs> We're gonna watch the Last Supper. Anyway. <laughs> All right, sweet. So we're talking about what God's kind of doing in your guys' life and becoming dads in the middle of young dadhood. Uh, but one of the cool things I really want to bring on and talk to you guys about was <clears throat> what we've kind of all been walking through together, but you guys have been front lines with it. With uh, I, I said there was three, our fourth guy here, Drew Kaysen, a good friend of ours. Uh, you guys played a ton of basketball in this church. We went... I was thinking about, did he, didn't Drew go with us to, was it Louisville? Was it Louisville or his brother and him? I can I always get confused. Pennsylvania. 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 Yeah. Mm. Tyler's talking about that yesterday. I think it was, that was such a fun trip. That was the mission trip that we stopped going to the services at night. Do you remember that? Do y'all remember that? Pittsburgh. 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 Yep. Where I got in trouble. I do remember that. Yeah. Brian, you got in trouble on every. Oh my God. Do you remember that trip is the one Brandy Hyde almost stepped out in front of the car? Do you remember that? I vaguely remember Holy, that. I saved your I life. Made, I grabbed oh, her shirt. Car wash. Yeah. Doing the car wash. Yeah. She, and just, she runs across the she road. She said, I'm going to run across the road. Yeah. I yeah. do remember that. Oh, that, that was, was scary. Because I literally thought, man, I'm going to have to call a parent and be like, they got hit by a car. Not the first time, though, but still, it's a hard conversation. Nice segue into hitting. Yeah. Hit, uh, well, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Podcast champion over here. So, <laughs> so tell, us, tell us about Drew. Drew's on that trip. Drew's been on most trips with us. Drew was in my minivan a couple months ago, riding back from a wedding, the man van. Uh, yes. Tell tell us tell us the story. Tell us what I'll ask Justin because you got kind of the details. Uh, he's on a he's on a trip with Dad out west, right? And they're heading to Sturgis. Yep, is that right? Yep. Yep. They're they're doing their uh, their ride out to Sturgis. They've I guess they've been doing it a couple years, a couple years now. But um, you know, veterans. For that trip, I mean, it's not anything new for them. Right. I mean, they ride, especially Drew. I mean, Drew rides a lot. I mean, he, yeah. He he rode rode his bike to Pennsylvania, Florida, back to back weeks. I mean, he's just wow. a he's a he rides his bike. Um, but he was they were I guess they were at Sturgis somewhere around South Dakota, and he had a, an incident, a wreck, and um, you know, not really many people know to this day, you know, what happened, but right. He was in an accident, and uh, that's kind of just what it came down to. He was just yeah. in an accident. And uh, he was out in South Dakota for a couple months um, in a hospital uh, there. And, of course, all his family was going out there. And at that point, you know, we didn't really know much. I mean, he back home, we didn't know much. Yeah, like I remember having prayer services, and it was almost like, <clears throat> not touch and go, but at some points it was like, yeah, what's, well, gonna I mean, ha- what's well, going on here? We just didn't know. It was hard to... I mean, he's halfway across the country. There's a there's a barrier that you can't really right. like know what's going on. But uh, back home, I mean, we were just focused on 
on, on praying. I Absolutely. Mean, and, you know, at that, felt, at that point, you know, it was like we couldn't really physically do anything, but we were just trying to, you know, do something. Yeah. And so Kyle, my wife, and I, and a lot of people, I mean, uh, Drew's family, uh, I, the Woodard family. Yeah. You know, kind of. I mean, still to this day, I mean, we we pulled together and absolutely, just, and just tried to make sure that you know we were doing something. We know there's power in prayer, and absolutely. Um, now, the Woodard family, Drew is engaged to Ivy. Yes. So yeah. they're in the middle of an engagement, going to get married. So I, I remember a lot of the prayers was okay. Drew's gonna, he's going to walk down the aisle. Like that yes. was one of the prayers I remember one night that was like, okay, Drew is going to walk down the aisle. That's right, and it's like. Um, <laughs> You know, you think of stuff like that, and you're like, okay, well, you know, bad things happen. Yeah. But it's like, all right, this is a little, you know, it, this is hitting home. This is hitting real yeah. close to home. And, um, you know, it's just, I think we sit here and, you know, we can pray all you want. And it God answers, you know, all these prayers. But it just really, like, opened my eyes to, like, what he can actually, what God Absolutely. can actually do. Yeah. Um, it's just... It was just incredible, and still to this day. I mean, I know he's coming home soon, um, which is crazy because yeah. he's gone from South Dakota. Now he's an outpatient in Atlanta, Atlanta, and doing unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, he, he you sent went me and a visited, video yeah. the other day of him squatting with a resistance band. I mean, that's, that's just crazy. It's just stuff that's crazy. I can't do that. Marshall can't no. do that. Now. I literally can't do that. I right told now. him. I said, "Hey, uh, send me that." Uh, oh, workout, workout. <laughs> I, I need to get back in the gym. Do you say he hiked a mountain? Yeah, oh yeah, he went and hiked. What? He, he walked up a mountain. What? How many miles? I don't know. But it's a mountain. Well, Does it matter? Over exaggerate. We'll say twenty five miles. <laughs> Let's over exaggerate. <laughs> he hiked a twenty five mile mountain. <laughs> That's incredible. Fifteen thousand feet. <laughs> <of elevation. laughs> it was unbelievable. That's crazy. But it's it's to me it's amazing how the power of prayer is like uh how it literally it doesn't just change what's happening, it changes your perspective too. Because I, I just remember this whole thing with Drew, the first couple prayer things I went to, it was almost like the heaviness of folks, but then it just became this movement of, oh, we know God's going to do something. Like we, we're we're now past the point of, what if we're we know God's going to do something? Yeah, and I think um, I think the prayer circle we had, maybe it was the second one or the first one we had here. That's uh, when I felt it. I was like, wow, it's like uh, this community, um, the friends, family church you know everybody has pulled together where you know obviously things are going on in the world right now but like it yeah. just felt like we were one yeah you know, we were one community and i mean it's just i think it's just strengthened everybody's relationship uh with each other absolutely and then, and then with god too so it was like you know it was just one of those things where yeah it's obviously unfortunate circumstance but right. what what it did was open a lot of people's hearts and minds yeah to realize hey there's something bigger going on here um you know drew's gonna make it through this we're gonna pray keep praying for him he's yeah. gonna come back home but more than that it was and it is still you know this is a community coming together Absolutely. For, for one thing to strengthen our community in, in a time where you know that's it's great it's just Absolutely. so much it's positive and, and negative well everything's so divided now yeah. like everybody has an opinion about everything and everybody's you know uh wants to argue about everything and especially like when it comes to faith and religion you know what i'm saying like we want to argue religion like crazy but you can't argue what god's done in drew's life like no. there's no answer 
but God. And the crazy thing is that I'm listening to this, sitting here thinking, like Tyler and Marshall, y'all both have the same stories, right? Like with both of y'all's moms. Oh, yeah. Your moms have just literally, there's no answer but God. And I think that's how he wants it sometimes. Like there's no answer but God. And God's people started praying, start seeking God. Yeah, it's funny because um, I feel like you tweeted, or maybe you put something on Facebook. At Brian D. Hart. <laughs> Just throw that in. Where you said, like. you said something along, maybe it was a quote or something, something along the lines of basically God waits. Like in a lot of these circumstances, it seems like he waits yeah. until like this, this certain moment yeah. when it couldn't have been the, the medicine or the surgery yeah. or whatever, it was like, yeah. it had to be something miraculous, right? Like, absolutely. Something. And I'm, you know, I don't discount medicine or anything. Oh, no. Any means. I mean, if it weren't for medicine, Tyler's mom wouldn't be here. My right. mom wouldn't be here. A lot right. of us wouldn't right. be here. But um, it was just, you know, this, it's like God showed up at the right time. Huh. Right, he's yeah. a ninth inning hitter. That's what I heard yeah. somebody say one time. He's Maybe a, that's what you said. He's a ninth inning. Well, I read this morning James. We talked about be patient, and and James five talking about be patient, be patient. Like Joe says, steadfast. But what jumped out at me this morning says, be patient and establish your heart. And I think he was talking about prayer because we were in the prayer time this morning, and I was just kind of praying through some things. And I read that scripture it's like be patient. But while you're patient, you're not just sitting around doing nothing, right? You're praying, you're establishing your heart to prepare the way. Well, with Drew's case as well, um, I think in James 1 it says, when you don't know what to do, pray. Mm -hmm. I think that reached believers, but also people that didn't believe in Jesus because we would meet in these prayer circles. You don't ask, hey, are you a Christian before you're praying? I think we were drawn together, people that were believers and non-believers, but it's all you could do. Yeah. Because he was in South Dakota in a hospital. You couldn't contact him. You didn't know what was going on, but you could pray. Yeah. And I think that is kind of what, like Justin was saying, community, it drew like all you could do was pray. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of, we're seeing a result of what the prayer from an unbeliever um, potentially. Yeah. And the believer, we saw the prayer um, yeah. and the power in it. And I saw, like, just there's a couple examples of people who, you know, I mean, you can kind of tell people have lived their lives a yeah, certain yeah. way, um, but you just don't really know their relationship with the with the Lord. But like, when someone steps up to pray in some in one of those circles that you didn't really know, yeah, you're like, you know, wait, where we going? Yeah, but they just lay it on out there, yeah, and you're like, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that about you, or maybe this is new for you, but this is it. I mean, yeah. I just saw your heart, and, you know, Tyler's talked about that before, but it's like, yeah, you know, whoa, like, welcome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, and it's, it's not just me being blind to not seeing them, but it's like, maybe something happened here. It required a new boldness. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah maybe like, I'm going happened. to Jesus because I need him. Yeah. yeah exactly. I may have never been to Jesus before in a while, yeah. but this is all I got. And it's funny how... God just does that, yeah. you know, and it's just, you know, it's, it's it's one of those things, like, he just puts you in that right place, in that right frame of mind to really, I mean, he's all you got Yeah. in, in certain situations, and, you know, I've been there plenty of times, not just Drew's situation, Absolutely. but, you know, especially with Drew's situation. So. But I, I heard uh, a quote just last week, 
and it said the the kindest thing you could do for someone is pray for them. Like that's that's the kindest thing you can do for them, and that really hit me hard because I don't think it is. You know, like before I heard that comment, I was like, oh, you know, like no, nah, I mean, you could give them a Moe's gift card. That's pretty kind, or something. You know, give them pay their mortgage for a month. Like, but but literally, I kind of stepping back. I agree. It's like, man, I guess the kindest thing you could do for someone is to ask for God to intervene in their life. Yeah, I mean, it's like the supreme authority. Like, absolutely. The, I mean, in the context of, I guess, our human nature, it doesn't seem that way. But when you step into a biblical worldview, like, what else? What What is better than that? Yeah. Like when you buy the fact that there is a creator. You're all in. And we're living here, yeah. and he's intervening in our lives. Like, what better is there to do than pray for someone? I don't there's think not, I there's don't nothing. Think, yeah. Because you're all in anyway. And yeah. in fact, if you're not praying for him, what are you doing? You're really not, you're not practicing what what he what he has called us to do. I mean, what Tyler says more, we have a relational God. He wants to talk to us. Yeah. He wants to, he wants to have conversations. Um, yeah, that's awesome. It's awesome how he's walking us through that journey. And I'm older than you guys. You know, I was thinking about this morning. I got up. This is nuts. And I was thinking about in this room, like, uh, I've been around you guys. I mean, I remember Justin when he was in middle school. Um, he looks oh, yeah. the exact same. The beard was weird in middle school, but it looks good. A little patchy. Now. A little patchy. Still is, still yeah. Is. And Tyler, uh, straight baptized with him. And what's crazy is like, I look at him. He's, he's my youngest child's age when we met. Like, that's a long time. And Marshall, I was thinking about you this morning. We mosh pit at a skillet concert with you on my shoulders. Yes. Yeah, like and my you were, memory you were like fifth of, grade or something. Yeah, I was little. I, that was a bad, but I've been able, and it's been a privilege of mine to walk in y'all's life and pray with y'all through so many different things. And I sit, I, I can't even remember all the things we prayed about, but he always showed up. He always did it. He always. And then something like Drew will happen or something else will happen, and I'll immediately go, oh, God, I don't know if you can do this. I'm like, wait, look at all he's done and is doing. Just So I'm curious. Yeah. What, what, <clears throat> so everything we're talking about is great. Yeah, it's great. But what do you tell the non-believer in a situation where it doesn't turn out? You know, I mean, we always have that conversation yeah. like, yeah. you know, God forbid – if Drew wasn't doing right. as well right. as he's doing. Right. Now there's all these questions, right? Absolutely. So what is our answer to a non-believer in terms of those questions? Um, That they didn't do it right. I'm just fine. I'm just fine. <laughs> you should have played harder. <laughs> you didn't <Wow>. play right. <laughs> did you take a Tebow knee or did you go two knees? That's what I normally ask. Like, that's very important. No, I... Because I, that's the reality, yeah, right? Yeah, like, that is the reality. There's not just people but getting what, sick and living. I mean, right. people dying. Right, but what I've seen, it just, just recently in the last couple of months, there was a uh, family that I was involved with through different aspects and their mother, and we had prayer vigils. I mean, we did the same thing. We went to Duke, and we stood outside the window, and we did all these things praying, and uh, she passed. And it, I mean, it's very tragic, very sad. But what I stepped back and saw was God did move because he changed the hearts of the family. So the family, even though God didn't give them their desires and their wants, they were able to walk through that knowing 
God was present. God's will was done. I mean, I heard the husband say, God's will was done. He was glorified. And I was like, whoa. Because I don't know if I could say that if that happened to my wife. So I think that you can, like, if you're wanting to find, well, God didn't do this, God didn't do this, then you can find it. Because normally what you're pointing at is not even the thing God wanted to do, right? So God always has a plan. He's always doing something. Like, we just talked about non-believers praying, you know? And also the other thing is, is sometimes what's, what else is your option to do but pray? Like, I'm not a doctor, you know? I'm, I mean, there, there are times we're called to take action, but in other times it's like, you know, and if God answered every single prayer exactly how Brian Dehart wanted it, then who's God? Who's God? Because he's God. He's sovereign. He's just. He knows the right way. He's, we're following him, right? I'm trusting in him. But if every time I came and I was like, God, I just I just pray you get me this mountain house for this weekend a little bit cheaper, and he does it. And then the next prayer is I pray for Drew, and he does it. And then I'm like, God, I would, I'd really like them new whatever cool shoes Tyler Ness wears on Sunday. <laughs> and then he gives me them. Then who's actually God? Does that make sense? So who's God if he just answers, he just gives me everything I want? Then, then to be honest with you, He's just Santa Claus or a vending machine, and I'm just God because I'm getting to choose. Yeah, yeah. So, this, and it's I feel like it's important to to remember that God's faithfulness is not it's not exclusive to this life and our successes. And, absolutely. You know what I mean? Eternity's like, a long time. In fact, time. Yeah. I, you know, I could be wrong. I mean, but I feel like it's not about our successes here at all. It's redemption it's relationship oh. eternal relationship Absolutely. it's not the job you got or drew i mean again yeah. god forbid but drew living from or drew dying from his accident like we can't look at that situation and say well god's not faithful right. sure he is there's redemption there's eternal right. redemption right right and, i mean right and that's i think you're going on the fact that as humans and tyler being a youth minister and you working guys with youth you'll you'll deal with this constantly we like to put our happiness equals God's glory. That's not that's not the case. Like we like to think, and and you probably deal with this a lot more than well. I mean, I deal with it with a lot of marriages. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting in marriage counseling with somebody, and they're like, "We're just not happy," and I'm and I always have the same response. Show me in the Bible where God said you're going to be happy in your marriage. That's just a by, byproduct. That's a gift. The gift is happiness. That. And we somehow think that think that we have to be happy to give God glory. We can be miserable. We cannot understand. I mean, to me, what reflects our trust in Christ more when we say, "Oh, He's given us everything we want." You know, I got beautiful wife, great kids, great house. You know, oh, I'll give God all the glory. It's all Him. Well, yeah, that's great. But what reflects more is me going, "Nothing is working out. Nothing. I, mean, I am Job. Like it feels, and I'm still going to give God glory." To me, what is more authentic and what makes you stop and say, whoa, you know, that's, that's different. So I think we have to start saying, okay, my happiness does not mean I'm going to glorify God. I'm going to glorify God when it doesn't work out. Yeah. I think that speaks more volumes to the world. What do you think, Tyler or Justin? Go Justin. Well, I was going to say, I was having a conversation with Marshall. What was it in the last week about, you know, when I was, you know, when times were good, you know, kind of coming off what you were saying, like yeah. when we, when you're low, 
and when you're we're in those bad situations, uh, like I'm speaking personally, my relationship with God is stronger, which it, it seems kind of counterintuitive, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, bad things are happening. Um, I've got chaos going on, but for some reason, I'm I'm reading my Bible more, seeking. I, I'm going after it more. I'm yeah. praying more, yeah. and it seems counterintuitive. But I mean, I look at it like, well, at least I know where to go. Right. But when I'm in, when when things are good, when yeah. things are rolling along, I'm yeah. not I'm not reading my Bible yeah. like I should be. I'm not praying for people like I should be. Right. I mean, and that's the kind of thing where it's like, like you were just saying, it's like we have to glorify in every situation. Yeah. A bad situation. A good situation, specifically good situations. I mean, I just relate to like when I see like athletes on the field, like yeah. all glory to God, like after they had a, a great game, yeah. And see, like that's that's awesome to me, and that's touching to me. It's like they get it, right? You know, they're not without God. Some some of them don't give credit, but yeah. maybe that's not what they think. But it's like that's yeah. how they got to be where they are. Yeah. And um, I always pray when I see that. I'm like, I hope y'all are praying the same prayer when you lose. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't, I don't mind you. We're gonna give all of God all the honor and glory on the win, but on the loss, let's 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 do the same. Like sometimes He wants us right. to lose. I learn more from losing anyway, but I've lost a lot, a lot of money on the golf course. And that's not true. <laughs> that's not true at all. But uh, I am playing this weekend, so if anybody wants to Venmo me, <laughs> I'll, I'll make you some money. It's an investment. What if? betting on me on the golf course. Oh, oh, what? No? Okay. I'll wrap it up. Okay. Oh, God. Here we go. So, the uh, the song, It Is Well With My Soul. Yeah. yeah. It is well with my soul. It is well. You know well, the story? Well. we'll go ahead. Hey, so, that's what I'm getting tell at. tell the story. Yeah. So, It Is Well With My Soul was written by someone who had just lost his entire family to a shipwreck. So, he had lost his wife and his kids, and he wrote a song called it is well yeah. that is still saying today still has power because his his uh, his heart and his soul he knew who to focus on it was on Jesus not on the things of this world um, so that's what I take yeah. I'm like that man he was probably depressed he was probably grieving he was mourning but he still knew where his strength came from he knew where to find joy he knew where to go which was Jesus which is, I think, start circling back around yeah. is, Drew, yeah. we didn't know where to go. We had to go to G. We had no other option. Yeah. And I saw his dad. Through, like, I kept running into mm-hmm. him during the whole time. And you say that song. I would see him, and he had a sense of strength. Like, it was well with his yeah. soul. Even in the midst of this, I was going, man, I couldn't. I'd walk away being like, but he just had this, it's yeah. well. It's, it's well. We're going to get through it. That's That's good, Tyler. Tyler with the theology at the end. It's, I mean, it's just crazy. It's a bow. He bow, he bowed it up. <laughs> He's a young David Platt. Ooh, no. no. Who, who is he? A young. What, let's give him what? What's his? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he wants. No, I really no, think he, he's a young David Platt because when I, he speaks, he's he, emotional. Have oh, you noticed that? I do. I do. I think he's a young Tyler now. I think he is. He has. He's. He's staying in his own lane, being his own person. Who are you, Segway. Marshall? Are you um, a young have you uh, Francis seen... Chan? No. Francis oh. <laughs> <laughs> Chan. That's a dude. Have you like. seen um, Beans from Even Stevens? 
throw back. That's meant I mean. beats. from even. That's who I want to You know, my kids were watching that the other day. I love even Stevens. Oh, man. It's my favorite show. That's the best part about streaming stuff is my kids get to watch. I introduced Trey to Seinfeld the other night. Really? Great. Oh, my God. Those baselines, man. Great. <laughs> yes. Dad's like, does Kramer always just walk in without knocking? I'm like, yes. That's. The- <laughs> I haven't watched a lot of Seinfeld, to be honest. Oh, it's back on Netflix. It's worth it. Maybe I should watch it. It holds No, it holds up. Like, the, the human doesn't know. Everything is just like The Office. It makes sense now. Yes. Everything in Seinfeld makes sense. It's, so it's all real. Yeah, because he talks about real life. It's all real. Oh, it's so funny. You gotta watch Seinfeld. Better than The Office. Oh, or would, just different. I'm a Seinfeld fan. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I go Seinfeld over Office. I really, and I have all wow. the seasons. I have all the seasons. Of that Office. is one of Steve Carell's performance in The Office is one of the greatest performances on television. The three minutes of the fire extinguishers going off in the that one episode the, where she throws the, the cat, cat through the. <laughs> you can't watch that and not laugh. It's like the. Uh, the first 15 minutes of, God, what's that movie? Oh, man, I forgot it. Gladiator. No. <laughs> Titanic. Yes, the first, no. <laughs> We're just naming it. That ended poorly. The, no, the notebook, no. Uh, it's the one about the guy that robs the bank in Wilkesboro. What's that one? You in Wilkesboro? Seen? Yeah, it's a. That happened last week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm coming back with that next. Now, I won't tell y'all, that's the funniest movie. God, what's that movie? Anyway, all right, Seinfeld, watch it. Marshall. I'll check it out. Check it out. Okay. You remind me of George Costanza. You do have a little Georgia about you. Yep. That's who you are. You're the young George Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy yeah, the well, picture. Well, yeah. You know the well, picture? Is yeah. that a good thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go with good. We'll watch. Uh, we'll you'll watch. You'll find out. Okay, All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to continue to pray for NC State football because Justin's on a high right now. <clears throat> go Pack. Yeah. and uh, But you know how State – you know, anyway. Yeah, we're going to lose Miami <laughs> this week. Just uh, pray for us. Oh, God. All right, so we're praying for that. Thank you guys for coming on. Great conversation. It was good. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. Just, Thanks for having us. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. This I'm new at this. Did y'all have fun? Oh, dude, it was so much fun. Yes, right. absolutely. We're, we're going to do it again. Great time. We're gonna, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to just start guest hosting because it's easier than just one, like, one-on-one. This is more fun. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. I can imagine one-on-ones could be more difficult. They are, especially when you're looking at each other's eyes so much. Yeah. Mm. Direct yes. eye contact. Direct eye contact. Sometimes intimidating. Yeah, especially when we I can get edit to stand. everything out. Right? All this is being edited. Hey, All right. Hey, babe, what's up? All right. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Have a great time. <laughs>